This is like a Ghost, in this episode, The Depths of Dallas Recording, Mood Couture. So, from the beginning of Fan Electric Ghost, which is my vehicle, musically, to do all the ideas I've had in my head since I was 17 years old, is the idea of taking hardware, analog and digital synthesizers and drum machines, and recording equipment, and recording freestyle, kind of like a GM band like the Allman Brothers, or a jazz outfit like Sun Ra, or the Coltrane Quartet. Not that I'm in those categories, but those, those are my heroes. And uh, Parliament Funkadelic, Bernie Worrell, um, you know, Keith Emerson, Pete Townsend, Rick Wakeman. These are these are the people I look up to. And the style of recording I like to do is is basically, you know, write the song um, by being inspired <clears throat> by my my gear, <clears throat> my musical instruments, which happen to be digital and analog synthesizers, <clears throat> like the Moe Grandmother, like a Roland Juno, um, you know, Eurorack uh, components. Um, like the Moog DFAM, drummer from another mother, Moog Mother 32, make noise, math module, make noise, morphogene, sampling module. <coughs> so we're not opposed, <coughs> excuse me, to, to um, sampling. However, we like to sample one of our tricks is to sample ourselves. So we all sample a family electric ghost song and then we'll use um, the kind of idea of granular synthesis to use the morphogene to take that sample and then reform it and reuse it in splices and genes and play the sample. Um, and so that is, that is our style of recording. So we like to radically shift or change our songs. A lot of times we'll take a song and re redo it, change the tempo, change the key, change the speed, add lyrics, take away lyrics. And if you listen to Dylan, uh, there are many, many versions of um, Idiot Wind with different sections. There are many different variations of his songs, you know, either having the band or another uh, group backing up. If you go to like Blonde on Blonde, having uh, that kind of ramshackle blues, country-fried folk that I've come to love and everybody, you know, saw that become even more. So with um, Layla and other love songs, <clears throat> and and with the Allman Brothers themselves, with uh, Eat a Peach and um, their earlier albums before Dwayne died. Um, so the idea <clears throat> of using um, the recording studio as an instrument is like using a, a digital recorder. We use our Zoom R24 like an instrument in terms of we like to record um, live our, our analog sense and then play the surface controls in real time and adjust things. Like one of the things is the, the Moog drummer from another mother has a limitation. It can only do eight steps. But if you continuously record it, you can get around that because because you're not just putting it into a grid and running a loop. You actually can go and then for the length of a song, like four minute, eight minute song, use the surface controls to vary the rhythmic aspects of that synth. And that synth uh, can do more than just percussion. It can do bass tones. You can get three sounds coming out of it at the same time. If you run it through a Euro rack, you can even do more. You can get polyrhythmic behavior by pairing it with a maths utility module and using the LFOs on a maths module, the low frequency oscillators, to change 
the the rhythmic nature to create polyrhythms, which is a cheaper way to echo the behavior of a Moog subharmonicon, which is a polyrhythmic subharmonic powerhouse, which we are hoping to get after we get out of this lockdown. So again, if you want to hear us experiment with a with a machine like a subharmonicon, you can do something. You can actually help us get that tool by becoming a supporter of the podcast and doing a donation either through the PayPal me link on this episode or the subscribe button. Uh, We, on our alternative version of this show, interview indie artists and performers and creators. Uh, We do it for free. This version of the show is where we talk about our own stuff. So the song Mood Couture uh, is another heartfelt kind of a romantic uh, confessional song where Josephine is is getting into this kind of psychosexual mood, talking about oral pleasure and uh, using synonyms to represent kind of a a, a, a sex sex up attitude. But it's got this very jazzy comp, um, arrangement. In this particular song, we use the the Arturia Mabu 2S, which is very much a percussive synth similar to the Moog DFAM. The advantage with um, the Arturia is it has a sequencer that can do up to 64 steps. But we're actually using the LFOs, has two LFOs. Uh, we're using the LFOs to create a rhythmic uh, sequence, uh, an analog rhythmic sequence. And then we're also using the the actual filter. And, the, and in this case, this machine has a very interesting filter system. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a multi-mode filter. It can do low pass, high pass, band pass. Um, so it is a very interesting capability. Uh, it doesn't have the, quite the, the, the heft of the ladder filter, uh, and the ladder filter and the high pass filter on our Mo grandmother do sound very different, but we have liked the use of this machine for very atmospheric synthesizer capabilities, very rhythmic capabilities, and it's in in full uh, display on mode mood couture. And so, like I said, it's got this piano arrangement that kind of was driven from the rhythmic nature. We're using noise for, that that we're able to modulate, and the cool thing about the the Arturia Mini Brew 2S, it's got an interesting envelope. The amp envelope has a looping envelope. It allows you to do interesting things in combination with the LFOs. And then with the patch bay, you can do interesting things as well. We're also using sample and hold circuit to drive the rhythm in this particular um, uh, song. And the sample and hold circuit comes out of the grandmother. And the cool thing about modular sense is I can take that, uh, the ability to have the sample and hold from the grandmother affect the Mabu 2S. And I can take the rhythmic capabilities of the uh, LFOs on the maps, model for make noise, and have that affect the DFAM. Or I could take a Mother 32 and use its sequencer to drive a rhythm on the DFAM. Or I can alternatively take the sequencer on the grandmother and have it run the advanced clock on the DFAM. So there's all kinds of interesting things you can do sonically, and it's an interesting tool set that we've been able to uh, stay current with a lot of concepts from um, taking the morphogene splicing and gene capability and ability to do field recordings, um, uh, to do somewhat of a granular synthesis ability to doing um, 
interesting uh, sine wave experiments. There are more West Coast. Uh, and then also, rather than subtractive synthesis, so that would be additive synthesis. And then the, the also the capability of just uh, diving into all kinds of interesting expansive sound experiments, which is the idea of taking multiple genres of music and kind of colliding them and coming out with a new result, which we've talked to a lot of artists that we interview on the channel. And a lot of people are in this kind of zone where if you ask them what genre they're in, they don't want to pin themselves down because they're actually in a too expansive sound as well. So I think we're on to something with that. And then the song we got, Faltering Start Ditch Ramp, is an interesting use of modulation. Again, using, uh, in this case, we're using the Mini Boot 2S again uh, with the DFAM and the, the sample and hold circuit off of the grandmother. So the same kind of idea. Your psychic energy, um, this is an interesting use of a pad on the Juno. And the cool thing about the Juno GI is it's got boss effects that allow it to simulate guitar sounds at a very interesting rate. It's got a sound modify section that allows you to really radically change the sound and e easily because the dials are right on front, front of it. And you can radically use the cutoff and the resonance. So this is actually taking a pad and then using the resonance and the cutoff um, on, the, on the sound modify section of the Juno GI and creating a new sound off of a pad that already existed, which is pretty cool. And this kind of uses a D50 idea as well. It uses partials. You can now use up to four sounds, four pads, to four um, actual tones to build a sound. And then you can apply boss effects in a chain. It's very interesting and you can do, it, it, I haven't seen this kind of use uh, I don't know if it's still on the Junos because I haven't seen it. I've, I've actually looked at some Junos since this one, but this one was set up in a different way. And it's one thing about about Roland is sometimes their their synthesizers can be very unique for the time period. Uh, if you go back to like an SH three, you compare it to an SH five or an SH seven, there were things about each one of those models that made them very unique. So if you look at like a JDXI versus a Gaia versus a Juno versus a Phantom, versus a Jupiter X. They all have things about them that make you want them uh, for different reasons. And that's why you, when hardware sense are interesting to have because they ha all have character. Uh, you know, the Moog Grandmother has been compared to the Mini Moog, but it has a different character because of its spring reverb, because of its modular nature, because it can have a high pass filter. It doesn't sound exactly like a Mini Moog, but you can get it to do a lot of things that the Mini Moog can do. Um, you, people would say sometimes that the mini Moog has a deeper sound and, you know, it has these classic oscillators as a classic signal path that does those original circuits do have <clears throat> their own character. <clears throat> the same reason why somebody would use a mini Moog rather than a sub 37 or use a grandmother rather than a mini Moog. There's certain things about it. If you want that spring reverb sound, you're going to use the grandmother. If you want the true analog delay, you use a matriarch. If you want that full-bodied polyphonic analog tone, like a Prophet 5, but even deeper, you use a Moog 1. And so there's different tools for the job. If you want to do uh, subharmonics and you want to do polyrhythmic creation, the subharmonicon is your tool. And every, every Moog has its own character as a reason to go back and get any particular model. They're all great. Not that I'm a big purveyor, big support. Well, I'm a big supporter of Moog. I'm not supported by Moog. 
I would love for them to actually, you know, drop a subharmonica on me uh, and put it into a song, uh, but I don't have the name recognition yet. But we have just joined um, some interesting um, capabilities now. We are a part of a new influence campaign. We are being managed by Global Influence Agency, and it's at www.globalinfluenceagency.com, and we're going to be uh, doing some influence marketing for them. We're going to be getting a, a chick T-shirt, and we'll be using it in one of our performances and uh, showing that off. Uh, we love to do that type of work. Uh, it's part of what we like to do. Um, and it's just, you know, part of being a musician today, you have to sell merch or be an influence marketer or, uh, you know, get your stuff into into movies and, and um, you know, do uh, sync licensing. You know, that's kind of what happens in order for you to do anything. Now, your express get the F on that train is another sexual romp that we using the idea of uh, combining all of our tools um, that we've talked about and just coming at it in a different way. And it's just, just a romp of, of kind of playing on upon the sexual idea of a train. And you know, I don't want to get into the, the grotesque nature of that or the sexual nature or the you know kinky nature of that, but that's but basically Josephine's comparing the, the sexual connotation of a train to a Euro Express train and, and how everybody should just get the F on that train if they want to enjoy that nature of that those acts. And so this is um, Family Like the Ghost signing off. Again, we're very excited about a lot of cool stuff that's out there, but we're kind of like in our lockdown and we're not able to tour. We just got a booking agency, can't get in space, and we're hoping to get some online shows. So you can watch us online on our Twitch and you can see us on Facebook Live from time to time. We're going to try to put together some more performances. Right now we've been in a heavy recording mood. One other thing we want to point out is we have um, put out Dark Ghost Volume 1 uh, as a playlist album on SoundCloud, which is a aborted album that was supposed to come out after Two Infinitum. It is a result of the Two Infinitum kind of not reaching its full apex. Uh, the situation with that album was uh, the band broke up. We never got the tour. We never got to truly you know, support that material. Uh, I was kind of dejected and upset by the whole falling apart of that situation. So Dark Ghost came out of that. That's all, and then that album proceeded to be very difficult to get out. Uh, we tried to put it on Digger Factory Records as a vinyl. We tried to get it out as a CD. We had all kinds of issues in our personal life that prevented us from doing it. But now we have an arrangement with SoundCloud repost by SoundCloud and now it's out there as a playlist and it will be out as an album uh, soon. We do have a Mojo Heads record coming out um, in September, um, a wreck on videotape again, uh, which came out of our album, The Flower Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb, which is still available on Amazon CD. And that goes to the idea of the original family, like the ghost records are all on Amazon CD. If you go to Amazon, Dot com and you type in Fam Electric Ghost CD, you'll see something wicked, Indigo Menace, Anesthesia, Neo Soul Surrender, and The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb. Now, The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb was primarily recorded using the Teenage Engineering OPZ and integrated into our workflow where you'll have some appearances from our other uh, synths like the Juno and the Moog 
but it primarily is a, a teenage engineering um, OPZ uh, out to prove what the OPZ could do. And we were inspired by the, you know, getting that album. I mean, that, that, that particular um, scent. And when we used it to create that album. Now, from time to time, we haven't been using it as heavy. We've got songs here and there that we have uh, used it. We actually used it again on a song that we like a lot um, that we we just released a couple of days ago. Um, we're trying to get me get back into what song that is. The song we used it again on is um, uh, Buyer's Remorse Somehow and Buyer's Remorse Somehow X. And we really liked that song a lot. And that was it, the whole drum and uh, sequence of the sense is coming from the OPZ. And then we used our MX1 performance mixer to put that together. Again, if you want to support us easily, you can use the PayPal me link to do that. And then um, you can um, uh, then uh, uh, also do the, the anchor links where you, those are subscription links. So if you support us at 99 cents, you'll do it for a month or two. If you don't want to do it more than a month, you can just cancel it after the first uh, payment comes out. Um, but if you did it for like five months at a dollar, it's five dollars. And that would be very appreciative if you could do that. Uh, if you enjoy what we're doing here, you've been listening to the program. We've got 24,000 listeners. Not all of you listeners have been supporting us in that way. We would appreciate it in this time where the musicians are having a hard time doing gigs. If you could hit the support button and support us with whatever amount you can see fit, that would be really appreciative. And we will um, send you some cool stuff uh, through our Google Drive to your directed mail. If you send us a voice memo showing, uh, telling us that you gave us a, a donation and we can see who you are, um, that you, when you give us a donation, we'll see your name if you give us on a voice memo, your Instagram direct message username. Uh, we will then get in touch with you and find a way to get you a file that we can send to you through a drop file or Google Drive uh, of a of a of a song, kind of like maybe like a Dark Ghost song from that unreleased album. We've got a lot of unreleased projects. We've got stuff on Bandcamp. We can send you coupons for. So, yeah, check it out, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, this is Fam Like the Ghost signing off. But they're not me, they're not me.
Come on with me. 
over me All your pain could cease All your pain would cease And let your depart tongue in your face Yeah, I don't know about that disease But sexuality's all you Show you, show you, show you real me. You come lying like sin. Tidal wave will be floodgate you afraid. You come all over me. You come all over me. Come over dream. The tidal wave will be. Put my tongue in your crease All your pain will ease Give it up to me You know that should be Tidal wave completely free You give it up to me You give it up to me Stealing from me, your heart 
sinned against the law, the way you would treat me along here. Most of the fraud sinned against the law, and that's how you call them, do you? That's how you don't That's how you call Yeah. 
your psychic energy on street is not clean. It's just a fantasy. You know that just the other me. Other, other, other. And that dirty, not clean.